Hi, I'm Isabella. Hi, I'm Bethany. And, and we, we are, are the, the co-founders of Soul Besties. We named our podcast Soul Besties because we are two Southern girls who have been friends for a long time and love boba tea. When we sit down and record a podcast, we're most likely enjoying some kind of boba tea with it. And we hope you will fix some tea too and join us for this episode. I'm Isabella. Hey guys, I'm Bethany. And we have some guests today with us, and it's our husbands. I'm gonna let them introduce themselves. I'm Adam. I'm Isabella's husband. I'm Peter, Bethany's husband. Yeah, so we're excited to have them on the podcast today. Um, we're gonna be talking about marriage. But first, you know, we started a new little thing. And we're sharing favorite things. So, Isabella, will you introduce what our favorite things are that we're going to talk about today? Yes. So, we are going to do favorite fruit. Um, and so, I can go first. Uh, my favorite fruit is probably a fruit you guys don't know about. But um, it's called lulo. Um, and it's a Colombian fruit. Um, I would say it tastes most like a kiwi. It's tart, but sweet at the same time. And it kind of looks, we were looking at pictures of it. And what did we say it looked like? I thought it looked like a persimmon okay. on the outside. But the inside is like different colors yeah. than a persimmon. Like so. a tomato. I think someone said a tomato. And then it's a little bit green like a kiwi, like yeah. you kind of mentioned. Yeah. yeah. So that is my favorite fruit. <laughs> okay, I'll go next. Um, so I think that I would say my top favorite fruit is dragon fruit, particularly like the pink or purple dragon fruit. Um, I just love the color of it and I like the taste of dragon fruit. So if I have an opportunity to have dragon fruit, like I'm like, definitely I want the dragon <laughs> fruit, but, um, maybe like a close second because dragon fruit's not available very much. <laughs> maybe a close second would be mango. Mm -hmm. Like a good ripe mango is really good too. And those two together are delicious. Isabella and I were talking about like they have a Starbucks drink that's like mm -hmm. a mango dragon fruit drink. Mm -hmm. We both love that. So, I mean, you know, anything that has though dragon fruit, like that is a go-to for me. Yeah. I guess I'll go next. Um, my favorite fruit it's cantaloupe, and I feel like I guess I may have the 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 one that's probably not the most interesting, but I love cantaloupe, especially when they're sweet. They're very good. Um, but yeah, that's my favorite fruit. Nice. It's gonna be cantaloupe season soon, like in watermelon season normally. Sounds right? good to me. I'm ready for it. <laughs> my fruit. My favorite fruit is avocado. If you count it as a fruit, actually, we Google search, it is a fruit. It is. Yeah. It's a very, very good fruit. Yeah, Peter has it all the time. Like, if he has an option, he's like, ooh, can we have avocado with that? Can we add avocado with that? You know? <laughs> ooh, we're at Walmart. I need some avocados. <laughs> That's so funny. Do you like avocado toast? 
Uh, I like everything. Everything avocado. Guacamole, avocado, everything. Yeah. Like yeah sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll make a salad or something, really and it, but if I add avocado, like he's all excited about it. Like any way I can incorporate avocado into a meal. I even try to grow avocado at a home. <laughs> How it did it? It'll come like a small a little tray. Mm. But it's too cold in Alabama, North Alabama, to kill. Aww, yeah. that stinks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he kept it alive for at least a couple of years. Two, well, two years. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Were they good? But we're not in the. Well, no, it, it didn't. They didn't make it. It was so small, yeah. but um, it survived a few years. But you know, our climate is just not an avocado kind of climate. It's supposed to be warm and humid. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So. Okay, well, our topic today is to talk about marriage. That's why we asked our husbands to join today. And we thought this would be a fun topic that we can all kind of discuss more together. And as we were thinking about a Bible verse to kind of go with this theme, um, we settled on 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8, um, because this passage talks about what is love. And particularly, you know, how does God define love? And I think this is a great place to start um, because this is the kind of love we want to have in our marriages. And love isn't just like an emotional connection kind of thing. And sometimes we maybe get caught up in that romantic emotional connection. But um, in the Bible, it talks about love being so much more than that. So if you have your Bibles, turn with us to 1 Corinthians chapter 13, and we're going to read verses 4 through 8. So it says, Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but it rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things. Love believes all things. It hopes all things and endures all things. Love never ends. So I kind of love this translation, particularly because it, it, this is ESV translation, um, but it's a little different than the one I like memorized growing up when I learned this love chapter, 1 Corinthians 13. But it talks about love does not insist on its own way, something that I've had to learn a lot in marriage and probably still learning. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not irritable or resentful. It's not holding a grudge. Um, it does not rejoice at wrongdoing. It rejoices with truth. And even like it talks about love endures all things. And um, Peter and I were talking about like just how we want our marriage to endure all things. Yeah. You know, so we want to have the love that can endure all things. Um, so I think this, this translation is kind of neat because it helps me anyway, like look at this in a little bit different perspective than um, maybe the traditional version that I always grew up kind of memorizing myself. So, you know, thinking about this verse, maybe for kind of everyone, like, what does showing God's love mean to you in marriage? Like thinking about these characteristics of love that we all know about. Yeah, I think if we break it down from that verse, you know, we have several things that we can point out. Um, you know, patient, being patient and kind, 
um, that's really hard. Like when things are difficult, it's hard to be patient and really learn to be kind. And I think also that ties up with not being selfish um, because, you know, before marriage, it's like me, 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 you know, figuring it's just you, right? Figuring out your life. And then when you get married, it's another person and you're a unit. And so you really see how selfish you are. Um, and I think for me, that's been something I've had to learn is that I need to be more selfless um, and serve my husband well. Um, and it, it's not easy um, all the time. But I think definitely we we continue to work on those things that are love. Um, and so I feel like that is really good, like a good reminder that we need to be patient and kind and selfless and serve um, our husbands mm-hmm. in the best way. Yeah. Well, I think um, that's true. Um, just the same way that you guys are going to try to love us the best way and not be so selfish. It, it also reveals a lot of things about us as well, because like you said, it's all about kind of us and, you know, in the beginning and once you get married, it changes and it's a drastic change. Um, Like, it's just kind of like, no, it's not about just me anymore. It's about, you know, my wife and our family and, you know, what does that look like? And, you know, what does that look like from a biblical perspective, you know? What does love look like in that perspective? And it's different than just being single. Um, a lot of a lot of things change, and you have to just think about that person and you know what they mean and how you can help them and how you can strengthen your relationship together. And it's it's a change, so you know it's a lot. It is a lot, but I think it's really. I wouldn't have it any other way. Like oh, definitely. you know, like yeah. marriage is is hard and we can all agree, but I think also definitely. it's worth it. It's definitely worth mm-hmm. it. Like me either. I wouldn't want to have it any other way. Yeah. Yeah, do you have anything to add or that you want to add? Peter? I think um they made a very good comment about <laughs> like uh, to like be patient and also need to think about uh, others. I mean we understand this Bible verse and I'm thinking, Oh, this is so easy. To uh, understand uh, what it really means, mm-hmm. but really you try to um, practice, you know, in daily life. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like we know it's, it's difficult. It's like a, you just feel like thinking about love others. Mm-hmm. You just thinking about love others is gonna be difficult. Just like no matter, and Bible requires us to uh, love our neighbor as uh, love ourselves. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. not. Not just the spouse, not just the, everyone. It was just thinking about this. This is challenging in a way. Uh, marrying, we uh, live together. You know, definitely need to um, learn more, uh, learn more about each other and uh, enduring, uh, endure, endure. Yeah, we need to like um, um, thinking about how we can just not focus on ourselves and how we gonna thinking about other people what we can do and uh, to make our relationship better, how we're going to communicate to uh, improve our relationship. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think the key is both, once we both of, both of us, we be quiet and when we focus on God, not mm-hmm. focus on the problem. Mm-hmm. We focus on God. God is involving our relationship and uh, we 
bring us to like uh, our relationship is stronger mm-hmm. and uh, bring us uh, close to each other. That's true. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I'm like imagining like a chart in my brain like that. I don't know, it was like a conference or something like that. But, um, you know, it was this chart where it was like, you know, your relationship with the Lord individually. Like you have to do that first um, and then like come together and like also do that. Um, but I think it's very important for us to like work, like to be in the word, like individually, because that's how we learn, obviously scripture and the truth. And that's how we can love others, um, and love our spouse as well. Um, because how can we do that without like feeding the word to our souls every single day, um, and getting our minds, um, thinking about that instead of you know waking up and thinking about ourselves or whatever I think it's very important to continue having that individual relationship with the Lord then obviously together it's very important to also like pray together and read the Bible together and serve together Mm -hmm. in ministry um those are important too but yeah I think it's good for us to you know spend time with the word Well, we were kind of talking before the episode, um, what kind of advice will we give maybe our younger selves, whether it be like earlier in marriage or even maybe before we were married um, to kind of help us, I guess, be more prepared or know like the best way to handle things or the things that we've learned kind of in marriage so far. So maybe we all can share a little bit about that and I'll, I'll maybe start first, but um, even thinking about this verse of, you know, 1 Corinthians 13, um, I think in marriage I've learned a lot that, you know, I mean, we all say we know that marriage is more than romantic love. <laughs> but, you know, the longer that you are married, the more you have to kind of remind yourself of that, that like marriage is about so much, like love is so much deeper than that, than just romantic love, you know. Um, and it's about like serving your spouse, like being there for your spouse, um, building trust with your spouse and, um, kind of learning how to like walk, walk in life together and, um, encourage each other and stuff like that. And Peter and I were reflecting, um, and thinking about just how we've kind of grown in like both of us being more adventurous in our marriage like just um, trying new things together. And Peter said, I was really rigid when we first got married (laughs) and that um, he had gotten advice from other people beforehand that like, oh, well, if Bethany says no, she means no, and she's not going to (laughs) change. But like over time, I think I've become more flexible. He thinks I'm a little more flexible now than before. (laughs) And, um, I've learned to like try new things or have new adventures together. And I feel like Peter's like pushed me in that. But I think also like as we have, I guess, grown and gotten to know each other more, like I've also like helped him step out of his comfort zone more. Like we took a trip to Thailand in January and he was like really nervous about just communicating with people and figuring out like the money system and, 
you know, there's just a lot of stresses when you're in a different country and you have to think and prepare all these things. So he was kind of anxious about it. And I was like, oh, it's going to be fine. And um, then later he was like, oh, it was so easy. I'm glad that like I did this and I'm glad like I had so much fun. <laughs> and so um, I think like we both have learned in certain circumstances to like kind of push each other. But like we also know what each other like more I think mm -hmm. like like as we've been married longer we know like oh like I tried this I know you're gonna like it you know and then we can like kind of give each other recommendations and anyway I think it, it works really nicely that like now we're at the point like we've been married for almost eight years and may it'll be eight years and we have learned to like encourage each other and like push each other to try new things and Peter's made me a lot more adventurous and hopefully I made him more adventurous. Yeah. He's tried some new hobbies like gardening. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> Bethany is uh, the first person she start, um, gardening actually. And I was really, uh, I didn't know gardening when I growing up and then she started playing, um, uh, okra. And then I just, um, I, I, I need to take care of uh, okra plants because she started and I, I started like water plants and then I, yeah, I learned gardening. Now it's very into gardening. Yeah. Now we call him farmer Peter because <laughs> like he's really good at gardening and plants and he knows more than I do now. Like he's become the expert Yeah. when I started as the expert and then he moved to being the expert. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's a great example of just like how we kind of have helped push each other, like out of our comfort zones a little bit, like try new things get into new things. I mean, there's so many foods or things like, especially um, in China that like I was really nervous about, but Peter's like, well, try this. Oh, I think you're going to like this. And like, I'm so glad that I did, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. So what's some advice that, that you guys would give maybe your younger self or thinking like even before you got married or something? Um, or things that you've learned along the way so far? I guess, and uh, for me, I think it would be just, um, just being wise, like like praying a lot more and reflecting on things a lot more. Um, because um, I guess as being a husband, like technically, you know, we're, according to the Bible, we're the head of the household and basically, we are the ones that need to make the first steps when it comes to just trying to lead our family and our household in the way of the Lord. So just being wise and thinking about things and not just trying to jump because something is just there. Um, taking time to just pray about it and think about, you know, what what does God want me to do in this situation? And, you know, how should we move? Because... Um, I think that was just one of the things that was uh, just a thing with us in the beginning, starting off. It was just like, I wish I would have taken time and just been wise about some of the decisions that we made in the beginning. But, you know, everything, I feel like everything happens, you know, for a reason. And God is always in control of everything. And I, th I feel like, you know, everything has been great. And I think those struggles, they grow you closer to God and closer to your, your spouse. So I believe that, you know, even though that there are some difficult things and 
you know, you're put through some things, God is still always with you. So always lean on him. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing, almost like before marriage, I feel like we could have been wiser and talked about more things before we got married. Um, like, I feel like you can, you need to just like over communicate yeah. about what like your goals are, what you want in a family what finances look like, just like really over communicate all those things. And I feel like we hit those mm -hmm. to a level, but I don't think we ever like really dove yeah. deep um, into those things. And they have been a struggle in marriage for us. And we weren't wise yeah. in a couple of decisions that we made. Yeah. Um, and so I think I've said this before, I'm sure but really remember that before you get married, it is not about like the wedding or all of that stuff. It's really about your marriage um, and really continuing to, to listen to each other, to ask the Lord for wisdom and decisions. Because I think for me personally, I got really caught up in like the wedding and you know, I wanted this and that because I felt like that that's what was expected of me from people or from society. And I really, you know, I want to say no regrets, right? <laughs> but I feel like I could have been wiser and really prayed more about, like, what is this really about? And it's a, it's a covenant between God and Adam and I. And so... That is like my biggest um, advice for people that are going to get married. Um, and then I also wanted to say that Adam and I have been married for two years or almost two years almost two. In, June. in June. Um, and so I think it's fun too, because, you know, Bethany and Peter have been married for eight years. They've been through a lot. Um, and you know, we've been through a lot too, but it just looks different. Mm -hmm. And I feel like y'all could probably say almost eight years in that y'all are wiser now. And like, you're able to make, you know, communicate better or whatnot because mm -hmm. y'all have had more practice than yeah. we have. Yeah. Yeah. I think like the first two years of marriage is, was like the hardest. I mean, maybe just cause like it takes a while to adjust to having a roommate and, yeah. <laughs> and, um, and thinking about both people's schedules and, um, just a lot of sharing and a lot of like being together more than before marriage, you know, and like, there's just a lot of things to adjust to. Um, so I think now like we have a lot more of like a, a rhythm of life, I guess, you know, like we kind of learned maybe what the other person's needs are more. And, um, well, we were even reflecting just like learning in even recent time, how to communicate our needs. And like, if I need help with something like Peter's like, just tell me, <laughs> just tell me <laughs> that you need yeah. help with the dishes and then I'm going to help. Mm -hmm. Or like, you need help with like oh cleaning the bathroom or whatever. Yeah, to cook. Yeah. 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 So, 
um, like learning how to communicate more and ha and now I feel like in a way we have more rhythm to that of like expressing our needs and, um, you know, just figuring out what, um, anticipating each other's needs too a little bit, you know? So. Yeah. And I think, um, we recently, um, talked about, you know, that we are not, we're not the best communicators. Yeah. Like, I over-communicate and yeah, I don't under-communicate. So it's like we're missing each other all yeah. the time. Mm -hmm. And we're never like... And the, the strange thing about that is we're most likely on the same page. Usually that's that's what it is. We're on the same page about things, but we're just missing each other because you're like, you know, over-saying it and then I'm under-saying like... And I think like you, we end up landing in the same spot. Eventually. So yeah, mm -hmm. but it it just takes time because like I have to try to communicate with you, and then like you have to try to give me space to communicate a little bit more. Right, so. right. And I was gonna say we learned this method. It's called Thanos. I don't know if y'all heard of it before, mm -hmm. but it's kind of a communication strategy, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, and so the Thanos, so F stands for feeling, mm -hmm. A stands for affirmation, N stands for needs, O stands for ownership, and S uh, stands for success. Um, and so what we do every night, we try to do try it every, to do night, every night. night, is we go through the Thanos, um, and we have to give each other time to like go through all of it before we can interrupt or ask questions, mm -hmm. and vice versa. And I feel like it gives Adam the space to say, I feel this, or I need this, mm -hmm. um, to where before we would go like weeks. Yeah. And then we would talk about something and then it would blow up and then we'd be like, ha, ah! and then we would be like just bickering back and forth. Yeah. Some of those were not the best, you know, conversations, but I feel like now we more, we have more of a rhythm yeah. and the goal is eventually we're not going to have to be so like structured about it. Like, oh, Thanos, like feeling, you know, affirmation, like it, just it'll be that. organically. Like once we do it a couple of times more, you know, probably more than a couple of times, it'll just be more organically and we'll be able to feel like, okay, like this is what I need mm -hmm. because it's hard, you know, because like Peter was saying, like, just tell me what you need because sometimes like for me, I'm like, oh, Adam's not helping me, but like, I didn't, yeah, like I <laughs> <laughs> Peter pointed to me. Yeah. Like Adam didn't express that. I mean, I didn't express that to Adam. So yeah. how can I get upset with him because yeah. I didn't? He didn't know, you know. And so, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, Peter, you pointed. Anthony. Anthony was saying, Peter's not gonna do this anyway. <laughs> so I'm not, I, I don't, I don't want to ask him because he's not gonna do that. But actually, I tell her. You need to ask me, I will do this. If you don't ask me, I don't I don't know if you need help. I saw that you can you can totally can do this. But she but eventually she tried and asked me and then no I, I do not. <laughs> well what advice would you give or what are some things you feel like you've learned so far in our marriage, Peter? Advice I, I think um before we uh we married and we we talk about uh when when we married, well we, we actually, 
even uh, doing like uh, our uh, dating, we kind yeah. of uh, talk to each other. So like, um, we should, we do not talk about uh, like uh, divorce, and we take the word di- divorce, we delete the word, we take that out of our dictionary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, um, yeah, we don't we don't joke around like you using divorce like joking around. We don't we don't really um like um. Uh, like threat each other. I'm gonna divorce you. We never, we never do that. So, mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and you also mentioned um, earlier. Oh, to when me, we're when we're fighting. Yeah. We never really curse each other. Is no matter what, what kind of like a fight. When everybody fight at home. So let's normalize. Yeah. We will fight. You when will you're fight. Married, yeah. We will fight. You know. but, but do not curse each other. Yeah. Yeah. Do not like threat each other. Like I'm gonna divorce you. Yeah. And because as Christians, we should not divorce yeah. unless like uh, adultery. Mm-hmm. Correct. But then other daily things, chores, whatever, the things you were you were got caught up sometimes. You were gonna mad mm-hmm. at each other. Mm-hmm. But do not do not threat each other. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There has to be respect, mutual respect. Yeah. Yeah. There. And that helps build trust too by having that, you know, by um, that. I mean, that helps me know, like, oh, I know, like, Peter's still gonna be there, like, no matter what we like, we may fight and we may be frustrated and we may need to give each other space to like think, be alone, whatever, pray, <laughs> yeah. And but we need some space, maybe. But you know what? We know, like, we are committed to each other. And we do care about each other. So that's why we would not go so far as to like curse each other or something, you know. And um, yeah, I think that's really is important and to build that trust and, and, you know, have that trust with each other. I never have to worry about like if Peter's going to tell me the truth or not. And um, I, I mean, I'm not an overprotective person, but I think also like, I feel like I don't have to be like that because I know I can trust him, you know? Um, so like, you know, I know some people when they're dating or married, they check each other's phones all the time or something. Like, I don't really do that. I mean, that's never really been my personality anyway, but I feel safe and secure with our relationship. Yeah, because we don't lie to each other. We yeah. always tell the truth. Yeah. 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 Do not hide something from your spouse. You need yeah. to be honest. Yeah. 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 It's always a good thing to be honest with each other. Yeah. Yeah. And also, if you feel like really emotional, like a fight, one good thing to do is like um, have a good, good quiet time and pray to God, pray for each other, Mm -hmm. and um, make you change first instead of just like, hey, you need to change. You need to like change yourself first Mm. by like (laughs) have a good relationship with God. Do your devotion, um, read your Bible, pray, and um, um, the devotion book reading, and have a very good relationship with the God is really the key to help your marriage, to help your relationship with your spouse. Yeah, that's your, true. Yeah. I mean, that's true. Like, even Jesus, when he was here, he's saying that basically it's a hard condition. Like, that sin is in our heart, and that's what we we need him to be in our lives to work on our heart because he's the only one that can 
can work on that, that hard condition to make us think about like, hey, I have to look at the log in my eye before I'm looking at anybody else. And with our wife, you know, we're, we're supposed to love our wife like Jesus loved the church. Jesus died for the church. He died for our sins. That's just so important. And that's how we have to think about it. Just like Peter's saying, we have to go and have that time and pray and think about like, hey, what, is, what am I doing? What can I do in this situation to help us out? Instead of like saying, no, she needs to do better or she needs to change. No, it needs to be us. We have to change our heart first. And we pray about it and we'll let God do the rest. We, we don't have to. So. Yeah. It's all very good. I was going to also add, you know, with being committed, like this isn't like a dating relationship. Like this is a covenant. Mm-hmm. Uh, this We're in a committed relationship and a marriage. And that really changes things because you know, before, and I was telling Adam on the way home, I'm like, you know, like, it was a struggle for me, you know, in relationships, like, if I felt not overall content with the person, like, mm-hmm. I would be like, ah, maybe I can, the grass is greener on the other side, um, and that's just me being real and honest, and the Lord has really had to work in my heart, you know, in marriage, I can't just be like, okay, bye, Adam, like, this is really terrible. <laughs> I don't like that you're not doing this, this, and that. I'm just going to, like, you know, leave or hit the door, you know. Um, you can't do that um, because it is a covenant and it's you're committed. Um, and so what's really important, like Peter was saying, like we're all echoing, is just stop and pray. Like he is the one that gives us strength. He is the one that is going to allow us to get back together and, and, and resolve whatever's going on. Um, because we talked about like, we are going to fight. Um, you know, we, we, we call it heated fellowship. (laughs) We have heated fellowship. fellowship. (laughs) Um, but it's, it's how we, how we fight, right? Mm -hmm. It's not disrespecting each other. Mm -hmm. Um, it really is like, Hey, let, let's really like, what did you hear me say? How can Mm -hmm. we, really understand each other and we might disagree sometimes in which we do um and that's okay but as long as we're we're not disrespecting each other and you know threatening each other um because that's really big um in a marriage we need to feel secure and say like we're in it we're 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 on the same team we're on the same team (laughs) um and that's something that we've had to sometimes yeah we came up with this the other day like hey we need to have a phrase. Mm-hmm. Something happens and yeah. things are hard. Like we just need to look at each other and say we're on the, we're same, on the same team. team. <laughs> we're not enemies. Nope. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's good. Yeah, we were talking about earlier too. Like when you're married, um, it's about like what is good for our family instead of just like what is good for me. <laughs> And it's a shift change that you have to kind of go through to start thinking in that way. And um, it might mean that, you know, even things that we think are good, we maybe have to let go of because maybe it's not good for, like, us, (laughs) you know. So, um, like, you know, serving in the church is great, 
But what if it impacts my marriage relationship? What if we're not having enough time to communicate with each other weekly because we're doing 10 activities at church? Maybe I've got to step back from that a little bit, you know? Um, but it's really important that, like, we have a good marriage and, like, that's kind of where our ministry starts, really, you know, as Christians. Like, what is, what is life like at home? And then thinking about you know, outside of that in the things that we're doing. And I don't know if you have stuff to add on yeah, that topic, um, but Your family is always your first ministry. You, you need to uh, work on your uh, relationship with your uh, spouse first. And then you, then you have a very good relationship. You can go to church or I serve, serve God, really. Uh, you don't make a vow with the church, but you made a vow with your spouse when you when you get married. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you need to really uh, work on this relationship and your relationship need to have God to involve. Yeah. yeah, you can't just like, oh, let's just use my strength or use my wisdom and to work on the relationship. No, you need God to, uh, you need God, you need to invite God to your uh, marriage relationship and to let, let him lead the relationship. Yeah, and I think um, something that's been maybe fun in marriage is like when we found ways that we can like serve the Lord together, mm-hmm. um, like do ministry stuff together. So like right now we um, help with like an international dinner every week and we have some other things that we kind of do outside of that together. But, um, you know, that's, something I kind of look forward to every week that we're, we're getting to like serve God together and finding some way that we can do that. And it hasn't always been that we always had a certain thing that we always did together, but um, I really like cherish us being able to do stuff like that together. That's really good. It's Mm -hmm. important Mm -hmm. to serve the Lord together. And yeah, I think also like Adam and I are in this season of life where things look a lot different than they did a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, feel like it's just him, God, and I. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of our friends have moved away, um, and it's it's been hard to connect with people right now. And mm-hmm. so beforehand, when we were, like, doing all these things mm-hmm. with other people – we didn't communicate because we were just so busy doing other things and like almost like for me people pleasing and like I have to be here Mm -hmm. I have to be here and I just said yes to everything that our marriage is lacking communication and therefore like we're not figuring us out first you know we put everything else above like our marriage um and now God is like okay (laughs) Here, welcome to this new season where it's just you and Adam and me, and we've got to work through a lot of things. Yeah. And I feel like that's really, like, that's why we're able to, like, communicate more. <laughs> and, like, you know, we've we've had to do a lot of work um, mm-hmm. in the past couple of months, just to be honest, because we were really struggling, and the Lord has just been so faithful that, you know, it could look like it's such a lonely season and it did at first you know without having like the community that we used to have but now we're like really I feel like we're really 
seeing the light at the end of the tunnel and seeing mm-hmm. God's purpose in this season that looked really painful, but now I can see the joy and God's purpose in it after. Um, so I really feel like, yeah, like it's really important to put your marriage um, first before, you know, everyone else. Because um, it's important. And if they don't understand that, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Just let them know. <laughs> um, because you have to really look out for yourself and look out for your marriage. And, and like we already talked about, you know, for us to be good, like it starts in the home and then we're able to... Like, bring it into the church or bring it into, like, whoever God presents, whatever ministry opportunities he presents later on. And you have to create time to spend together to communicate. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, like, um, whatever that looks like Mm -hmm. for each person. But I know even in, like, busy seasons, like, I've been really busy with school lately. But, like, I want to make sure every night, like, when Peter comes home from work, like, we have some time to spend together even though it may not be like super long period of time, but like at least we'll have dinner together or we'll go for a walk together or something where we have some time that we can both communicate with each other. Um, I think that's really important and making that time. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, this is going to be a priority. Like, even though I have a million responsibilities and other things I have to do too, (laughs) but like, no, I'm going to make sure I have time for my marriage and like communicating with my spouse and um, making sure we're on the same page about things. <laughs> also, you need to put definitely you would need to put God as the uh, highest priority, mm-hmm. and we all need time with God. Mm-hmm. Then we will have good relationship because God wants us to love Him first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And God loves us. God loves them, um, me and Bethany. God wants us to have a very good relationship because He set up marriage. Yeah. 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 And He brought us together. Yeah, He brought us together. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Soul Besties. Subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram at Soul Besties to see more of what we're up to. And join us again for our next episode, which will come out every two weeks.